You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast, Universal Bonding Agents are Changing the Way We Successfully Bond Restorations. No matter what techniques you want to use from no etch to full etch, a universal bonding agent should be in your bonding toolbox. Today, we'll be discussing how to simplify your restorative procedures with universal bonding agents. Our guest is Dr. Martin Jablau, a well-known KOL, regular speaker on Viva Learning, and practicing clinician and author. For almost 20 years, he has been a member of his local peer review group and is currently an attending at the JFK Medical Center in Edison, New Jersey. Dr. Jablau is president of Dental Technology Solutions, a lecture and consulting company. Before we get started, I would like to thank our sponsor, Voco America. As many of you know, Voco is a world leader in manufacturing of premium products in the fields of preventative, restorative, and prosthetic dentistry. Voco prides itself on its unparalleled research and development and meticulous manufacturing processes. Voco products are widely used and enjoyed in North America and across the globe. So thank you, Voco, for your sponsorship of this podcast. Dr. Jablau, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Thanks, Bill. Always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, we appreciate your previous podcast on the benefits of an all-ceramic direct restorative material. You were talking about a nano ormerser technology, which is uh, very interesting. It's an all-ceramic direct restorative uh, that's sitting in a resin matrix. And it seems to me that you enjoy that product because of its single shade capability, which saves you a lot of time and can be used for just about any procedure. Today, as the title states, we're going to be doing uh, a discussion on universal bonding agents. So when you converted over to a universal bonding adhesive, Dr. Jabla, what benefits were most evident to you? Well, the biggest benefit of a universal bonding agent is simplifying my inventory and how I use it during procedures. There's no longer a thought as to what bonding agent needs to correspond to what I'm doing, whether it be a veneer or a post or direct restorative or indirect. You know, you don't need to do that. Um, you can have one type of bonding agent that handles all of that. An example is Voco's Futura Bond U. Um, which is a universal bonding agent that can be used for all different etching techniques as well as all curing. So whether it's self-cure, light-cure, or dual-cure, or whether it's direct or indirect resin materials, one bonding agent just does the job. So you don't need additional activators like some of them or primers are required. You don't need those extra things. And so, again, you can be successful using, you know, Futura Bond U with anything that you want to do. and. So and, That's the benefit. Yeah. And obviously, all these universal bonding agents um, have improved over the generations, and they're all sold in unidose now, right? Single dose, obviously, for well, infection control. Yeah. So if we get into that, there some of them are sold in unidose. Some of them are not at this point in time, you know, depending on what you're using. I mean, I like the way, you know, Futura Bond U does come, comes in these little foil packets. So the whole idea is not to have things back and forth in drawers, you know, or, or using the, you know, the two bottle or one bottle system where you put the bottle out, pour it into the well, and then you wind up sending it, you know, and putting it back in the drawer. These come in these little self-cure packets. You, you mix it. That's another thing. It's mixed instantly when you do it. You, you push the, this one portion on the foil, and it actually squirts the liquids together and then you open up this little foil package and you take your brush and stir it around so you've got the right amount of of all the pieces right there it's not like playing with dropper bottles everything is properly mixed it's kept separate um you can dispose of it with 
with simply just throw it in the garbage can when you're done. So to me, you know, that's a that's a benefit, especially in our COVID era right now, where we don't want to have things going back and forth in drawers or people multiple, you know, touching things multiple times. So to me, that's a that's a real benefit um, to how it's packaged. So this universal bonding agent that could be used for any bonding technique. And if you could talk, yeah. talk about the talk about the different types of bonding techniques, selective well, edge and total. Yeah, edge. so we well, so selective etch is usually where you just place your etching um, on the enamel. Um, you know, when I was back in dental school in dinosaur days like you, I mean, you know, they told us, God forbid you put an etch on, on dentin. You know, you were going to kill the pulp. Well, we know that wasn't true now. Um, so you can do, you know, a full etch technique or no etch technique where you're just using the bonding agent. I mean, a lot of these dentin bonding agents have, you know, 30 plus megapascal bond strengths. So, you know, at this point, we're no longer looking at a weak bond strength to Denton. We're looking at, you know, some of them, you know, come close in many cases towards the enamel bound strengths. Um, but it's what makes sense to you. You know, what's the procedure? Obviously, if you're bonding something on that has some enamel, you might want to use, you know, a, a selective etch or a full etch technique. If you're, you know, you've got a class one and you're not too concerned about it, then maybe you're just going to, you know, Use it as a, you know, the seventh generation, just place the, you know, place it on according to the manufacturer's directions, like anything else. You do need to read the directions and know what you're doing um, and then just place it in there and, and then, you know, cure it, you know, thin it out and cure it. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different universals out there. And part of the problem is the term universal isn't standardized. So everybody's company may have something different. And that's why it's real critical to understand the instructions for use, because if they're, you know, some of them in, or can be dual cured, but you have to add another piece to that puzzle. Some of them, can, you know, you don't have to light cure. Some, you, you know, how much, how long do you air dry these for? Some of it's for five seconds. Some of them are 10 seconds. Some of them are 20 seconds. So you really need to understand the chemistry and the instructions for any of these universal uh, bonding agents. Yeah, when it comes to light curing a universal adhesive, what about your your curing light? Don't you have to know what kind of power that thing emits in order to? Uh... Well, yeah, I mean that's it, but that goes for any good restorative direct restorative dentistry. We're using resins. You need to know that your light's working and functioning properly. You know, you can use uh, a radiometer, or um, there's a, there's even a, a fancier one out there. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, I can't write this second, but that not only will it tell you the strength of the curing light, but it'll also tell you exactly based on that strength of the curing light, how long you should be curing your material for. So it, go, it kicks back to a database and it can show you whether you need to, you know, based on your light output, how many seconds you actually need to cure your bonding agents. So, you know, there's a lot more science in this. It's not like we were taught in dental school. Well, you just turn the light on. There's a lot more to it. What we're lucky about is that most of these materials are so good at this point that they they can withstand the fact that the operator may not be, you know, using them to their optimum benefit. And we need you, that's why I come back to it's really important to know all the pieces of the puzzle. You're curing light. You want, what are the instructions? How is it going to work? Do you have to scrub? Don't you have to scrub? Do you leave it there? How long do you blow air to, you know, get off the monomer? These are all parts to this puzzle. And most people don't even think about it. They just go through their normal routine and do what they do. 
What are we talking about with Voco's product called Futuribon U? Could you give us an example, not an example, but can you go through quickly the procedure of uh, doing a MOD composite uh, and using this universal adhesive? The bonding agent is simple. Actually, it's it's more about the, the packaging at that point than anything else because it's delivered in this unit dose packaging, which makes it convenient. It's contamination-free application. And the cool thing for this is it doesn't require refrigeration. So um, the fact that you use any kind of single dose is really a good thing because it prohibits the evaporation of the solvent as what happens in many bottle systems where, you know, the assistant will put them out. If they don't, they always have to cover them from the light, but they really are trying to stop it from evaporating because if you leave it out too long, there's no bonding agent left. So it becomes a single-use disposable product. And... Um, you know, there's no more transferring stuff from the well, from the bottle to the well. So you mix this bonding agent inside the packaging. It eliminates waste because we're not putting out as much plastic. You get a what I call a very consistent bonding experience because everything is mixed fresh in the right ratios, not drops, in the right ratios. So how okay? do you apply it? Does it come with a... Uh... Application. Yeah. So you so once you mix this thing inside the packaging, you take your applicator and you puncture this little foil on top, mix it around in there, and now you just use it just as you would any other bonding agent. And that's it. And then you like cure it though. And you like cure it. Yes. And there's no etching required. There's no etching required. Whether you etch, don't etch, selective etch. I mean, that's all based on the operator's preferences and you know what they're trying to achieve and what the tooth is giving them. You so, know, so um, and what about on, scr- what about scrubbing the dentin after the you application? Know, you can scrub with this, and, and you know, and I usually do. You know, I'm trying to get it into the tubules. Basically, thin it out, light cured, and you're ready to put your. Re- and you're ready to bond. You yeah. put your resin, you put your composite in, and you're ready to bond it. Sounds. And the thing cool. is, you can bond bond whatever, whether it be a post, whether it be you know uh, a crown, whatever you're going to use. That's the good thing about universal bonding agents is you can use them for a multitude of tasks and they're just going to work. But again, you got to understand what those directions are. So this is, a, if you're going to use it for a post, you're saying this is a dual cure. It can be dual cure because it's going to cure when the, uh, as the composite sets. Are we moving away from more complex systems, multi-bottle systems? Is this the way it's going to be going forward? Basically a simple puncture the little chamber, take your applicator, rub it on the tooth and you're basically done. Is that where we're going or there? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're kind of there. I mean, everybody likes their, you know, what they do. So, I mean, we still have people using, you know, which was the gold standard, the fifth generation bonding agents, you know, etch and two bottles, but we've kind of moved to this one bottle systems in many cases because the chemistry has given us a lot of the benefits. Every time you reduce a step, if you're not reducing significantly the benefit, one less step for failure. Mm-hmm. And that to me is real. you know, it makes the procedure more efficient. There's less chance of bonding errors. There's less chance of bonding failures or inadequate bonds over time. So to me, anything we can do to reduce those things is a real positive. All right. Well, I think you covered that well. Uh, appreciate your input. You, you have a webinar coming up sometime in, is it in August or September on Viva Learning? Um, I think I've got one in October. Oh, in October. We're going huh? to be talking about electric hand pieces. All right, Dr. Jablo, always nice to talk to you. Thank you very much for your time, and uh, we'll, t- we'll see you on the webinar coming up in October. All right, thanks again for having me. Appreciate it, and everybody stay safe and healthy.